This is the greatest hour to follow Jesus. Sister Pinya, you get young sisters who want to come in. I think it's a great question for you. What do you look for in those young sisters who who want to give their life to the Lord? To love Jesus as a bride loves her bridegroom. That's it. That's all he did to me. And he did it. I don't know why me, but he... he allowed me to respond and just go after him. I've seen you taking notes every session. Last night, both of you were there taking notes. You've been, I mean, you're just hungry. Brother Copeland and I were speaking earlier about hunger. If you're not hungry, it's because you're dying. What do you, I mean, you've heard just about everyone in the world preach. You were raised by a Raised in the Mother Lord Vesalia. by Mother Vesselia, who yes. was a champion. Yes. How can you sit there in the front row, session after session, and, and take notes the way you have? Well, I just think the Lord always has something new to share with us and through his people. Yeah. I was so blessed by each one of you, how you love the Lord, how you relate to him, and... I can't remember all that in one go, and so I write it all down and go, go over it later and just say, Lord, speak to me. Show me a little bit more where you want me, how to come closer to his heart. Yeah. Yeah. Last night, Brother Copeland was up and down the stairs, up and down the stairs, singing, preaching. It looked like a CrossFit competition. It was amazing. <laughs> and... Uh, it's just incredible. I think Todd and I were like, what is, what is happening here right now? And, uh, and you, you took out a little bottle of water and twisted the cap off and handed him a drink of water. And I just thought it was the most precious <laughs> display of the sensitivity of the Holy Spirit and the love of God. I just want to thank you and honor you for just being like Jesus. We. I've missed, I've missed so much of what the Lord wanted to show me. And maybe because I was afraid of people or what. But I think Mr. Copeland was sharing the word of life with us last night. And I, I took a drink of water because I was thirsty. And then I saw him go like this. I thought, oh my goodness, he's been speaking for a couple of hours with us, and he's been singing, and he's been praising the Lord, and singing the Lord's love into our hearts. And I thought, oh my goodness, he needs a drink of water too. I did not have the courage to get up and walk over there, and I thought, he'll come back here in a minute. Where can I find some water? I saw some laying down on there, and I thought, I'm not going to go up the stairway. But then it was right under my seat, and I thought, okay, Lord, this is it. You want him to have some water, so you gave me the water. Lord, just bless him with it so he can continue on. Amen. Amen.
So, sister, when we first met, I asked you a question. I said, do, do you ever, do the sisters ever, ever argue or disagree? And you laughed at me, and you shared a story with me about the, the printing press. Uh, can, can you talk about that real quick? Well, I think with our sisterhood and with Mother Basilia, and often people uh, think we are Catholic sisters because we look as we do, and we are an interdenominational sisterhood from all different Protestant denominations, and our community life together um, consists of people from all different nations, backgrounds, um, so we're all different. And the Lord, his main thing, I believe, um, yeah, Mother Basilea said, the closer we are to the heart of Jesus, the closer we'll be to one another. So what separates us? Usually just, oh, I don't like the way she looks. How come she's doing that? I wouldn't do it that way. Um, these thoughts that I, I don't know who shared it, but our thoughts are just, they get in the way of love. And the story about the printing press, are you sure it wasn't the dump cart? Didn't the press stop? Working. I think that's one of them, but the one that I had more to illustrate yeah, what sure. happened, and and that's it. Our our lives, uh, we are dense to realize that Jesus is present here, and what he what is it he's wanting to do? He's wanting us to display uh, what it's like his kingdom, his kingdom of love, peace, joy. And the things that get in the way of his kingdom are our sins, our own personal likes and dislikes, whatever. Um, and so he was training up our community with very practical things that happened. And the one that I remembered from early on, I was not there myself, but the sisters wrote a book called Realities, and they testified in there of how God got them to be reconciled with one another so that love could reign, that Jesus could reign in their midst. And he'd use these practical things. The sisters, uh, God gave Mother Basilea the vision, build me a sanctuary where I can dwell. Now, at that moment... It looked like it was the Mother House Chapel Church, but he was building a sanctuary in their hearts where he could dwell. And so he uses things, practical things, to get us to stop and realize there's something in the way. The sisters in Germany, after the bombing out of their city, uh, everyone was trying to rebuild somehow, it was poverty everywhere, not enough to eat. But he put the fire of love for Jesus in their hearts. We want to build you a sanctuary that you can come and dwell in our midst. So they had a dump cart on the building property. 
they needed to dig out the foundations, get the sand out of the way, so they put it in the dump cart. It ran on a track. The sisters were doing the building, right? The sisters were doing the building. They had a couple of people, you know, they weren't professional builders, so they had to have somebody to show them how you do it uh, and what they were supposed to do. But the actual mixing the cement and hauling the bricks, the bricks were dug out of the bombed-out ruins of the city. They, in fact, they were, part of them were from the uh, destroyed military barracks so that it's like God took what was meant to house war and built something to house himself. Yeah. Which he does in all of our lives. We've got war going on in our hearts all the time if we're not one with the Lord. And so he's building a sanctuary in each one of us and where he wants to dwell and be and reign and be king. Anyway, so this track was running um, like a railroad track, and the cart was big and heavy. It was iron, and it was a dump cart that you filled it up, and then you tipped it over when you got to where you were going, moved the sand out, and dig the foundations. Well, this dump cart one day started just jumping the track for no reason, falling over, the sand falls out, and it was very, very heavy, and they took them a lot of strength to get it back on the track again. And Well, it kept going like this for a while. And then um, the sister who was uh, managing the building site said, All right, sisters, let's go into the prayer tent. They had set up a tent on the building site that whenever, whatever they needed or whatever was going on, they would go in and be before the Lord. Lord, what is it? Why is the dump cart falling off all the time? We don't know. There doesn't seem to be anything wrong. What is it, Lord? And the Lord spoke to them, different ones of them, and it was just very simple, petty things. I'm on this side of the dump cart. You're on the other side, and you're throwing the sand over, and it's getting on my hair. And... I was going like this in my heart, you know. Why doesn't she, why does she do, I think she's doing it on purpose just to rile me up. So it was all of these little tiny things, but the Lord wanted it cleared out. And, and so they ask one another for forgiveness. They asked the Lord Jesus for forgiveness and went back to the dump cart Flawless, it went back and forth. So the Lord has used our life together as a training ground to become sensitive to what he's saying. And uh, sometimes, you know, uh, we say, oh, yeah, it just uh, rained. We, we didn't need it, but it rained. Well, Let's come and come before the Lord and ask him why he's hindering the progress of the building. Or they were out of bricks, uh, all sorts of different things. They would take all the challenges and needs before the Lord and ask what it is that may be in the way. 
cleanse themselves in the blood of Jesus, receive forgiveness from him and one another, and miracles happened. That whole book of realities is about it. So it's like life is, if we're looking for the Lord in life, he'll show us where he stops us. Lord, let me, let me come before you. What is it you're saying? And become one with you and one with one another. And I think that's a little the secret of our uh, community life together. We want to love and please Jesus and whatever's in the way, we need to bring it to him and have him move it out of the way. Give us a soft, repentant heart. Oh, my heart's so hard so often. And let him change it. He changes it. Like someone said, if we're in his presence, he changes it. We can't do it ourselves. He does it. He does it somehow. He does it. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Wow. Dave, can we get Dave a mic? What, what goes through your heart when you hear about that, man? Community and living in the presence of God. Dave Papavisi has a, a work called Kingdom Gospel Mission in the north of Iraq. And uh, they're seeing amazing fruit. He's there full time. The Lord told him to move five years ago. And he said, as Brother Copeland would say, yes, sir. And he left Chicago and moved to Iraq. He's there full time. They're working in the camps. They have a prayer movement, house of prayer, discipleship, churches, just an amazing work. And I, I, when I heard Sister Pena talking, I thought this would be a perfect moment for Dave. So what are you feeling? Yeah, no, that's, it's, uh, it's wonderful even just to hear these things. But uh, Sister Pinea, what do you feel like is, and I guess just for Brother Copeland and Sister Marilyn as well, what do you feel is, has been the, the secret uh, for you guys in really the development of genuine kingdom relationships amongst those that God has given you and given you to? Whether it's, of course, starting in your own individual families and then of those that God has called to walk alongside you. Do you feel like there's one or two maybe keys or secrets that God has given you that have worked through the years? Yeah, so are there some kingdom keys in walking in covenant and walking in relationship with family and those that God has given us long term? Sister Penny, do you want to start and then we'll go right down the line? Well, I think our mother Basilea and Mother Materia, it was all about love for Jesus. And we only receive that love for him by daily repentance, realizing, letting the Holy Spirit show us where he may what was not right before him and bringing it to him immediately and I think the Lord is the one that does it anyway um 
I came to the Lord. I was not raised in a church background, and I came to the Lord through Campus Crusade for Christ at Arizona State University. And though I had um, a desire for the Lord, I hadn't really met him yet. I think I turned my life over to him. I wanted to follow him. But it wasn't until um, two years later I met the sisters, Sister Lucia, Sister Josepha, um, and they invited me to come to like a Good Friday Uh, devotional time with them. It was only the two of them who spoke German and um, another girl who wanted to know if this was God's way for her life. I had no idea at that time what was going to happen. I had never heard of Canaan or Mother Basilea, but that night when I read the scriptures with them. We sang and thanked the Lord Jesus from Monday, Thursday to Good Friday. Jesus just overwhelmed me uh, with his love by showing me his sufferings. And um, he, I think he showed me, it was like he was there with the crown of thorns on his head, And he looked at me and said, this is how I love you. Do you love me? And then I just went out weeping and weeping because I didn't know how much it cost him to reach out to me. And yes, he died on the cross for me, but he... That wasn't the end. He wanted me. He wanted me. And I couldn't just say, okay, well, I'll be a missionary, or I I want to love you. How should I do it? I don't have money. I only have myself, Lord, so here I am. And he took me from there. And I think all of us who are like-minded to want to love him with everything we are, give ourselves to him, that's the secret of the kingdom, where he can reign, where, where we can minister to him and then go out and minister to others. I, I'm so excited about the school that you said that you were going to be starting, and it's so great to be in his presence all together and gather it all together for him. But someone said, I think it was Eric, uh, I think this is what you said, if the public punch doesn't lead to a private kiss, we missed it. And so it's got to be me and Jesus in the secret place first. And that's where I want to be. I think we all do. Brother Copeland, I was... Do you want to speak into that, Marilyn? I think it's very interesting. Whatever situation we're in, I have found two things. Uh, When I went on Oral Roberts' board, uh, 
I would come from a meeting and I'd think he ought to do it this way and he should have done it this way. I just initially on the board. And the Lord said to me, uh, which part of Oral Roberts' body has eyes? I said, his head. He said, uh, and what are you? Well, I said, I'm a hand. He said, look at your hand. You don't have any eyes in your hand. You're not the head of this ministry. You are a hand to it. And that's what I have found. If you will be a hand in the situation. And then the other thing in working with people, I love Colossians 1.20. It says, the blood of Jesus reconciles things in heaven and earth. So I look at the cross. We're reconciled through the blood. But also it points out this way. And so the blood of Jesus can reconcile us to people. So being a hand and using the blood, that's kind of in a crisp way what I see in going with people. I am. One of the most dangerous things and that anybody can be a part of is to be judgmental. And there, there, there are things that people do to judge people and really don't know that's what they're doing. Well, if I was him, I wouldn't have done that. If you were him, you would have done exactly that. I mean, come on. Now, when, when, you, when, you, when you said that, you set, you set a standard for yourself. This is the reason why it's so dangerous to criticize and to, to judge people. Because if you said, I would have never done that. You're going to get an opportunity to prove that every time because you have, you've not invited Jesus to judge you. You've invited Satan to try you and he'll accuse you. So many times my wife, Gloria has changed my life and, um, she was very, very quiet, very deep, deep, loving person. And uh, she, I, I, was go, I was going through a really, really, really tough situation. I didn't know exactly at the time what to do about it. And I made the mistake of letting it get to me. Well, Satan is doing his best to steal the word out of me and push me across the line where I began to say things and out of fear instead of faith where he could operate. She recognized that. She walked up behind me and put her hands on my shoulders and she said, Kenneth, I find no fault in you. Ah. <sighs> It instantly delivered me from the, the pressure that I had allowed uh, the enemy to put on me. Instantly broke it. I find 
no fault in you. Jesus finds no fault in you. This is important. Oh, brother Copeland, don't they? Uh-uh, 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 don't go there. Let him be Jesus. He loves you beyond measure. He bore your sins. <laughs> the, one of the most amazing scriptures. And I, I finally, 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 finally let the Lord teach me to think this way, the way he thinks about me. For me to begin to think this way about you. Isaiah 43:25. I even I am he. Let's open it up. Put your eyes on it. 43rd chapter of Isaiah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I, even I, am he that blotteth out your transgressions for mine own sake and will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare thou that you may be justified. I said, Lord, you did that for my sake. He said, no, I did it for mine. I said, really? <laughs> I had read that wrong over and over and over. I know, I don't know. It just didn't re register with my thinking. He said, if I remember your sins, I can't bless you. And I have great desire to bless you. Grace, a working definition of grace is God's overwhelming desire to treat you and me as if sin had never happened. That's what the blood did. That's why Jesus went to hell so we don't have to go. Oh, my, 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 my. And oh, help me, Lord. To look at people through that same blood word promise veil. I find no fault in you. I don't, I refuse to remember your sins. I don't know. You may have done something to me. You may have done, you know, so I refuse to remember that. 
Now, have I attained? No. But I am determined. I am absolutely determined (laughs) to watch my mouth that I don't become critical. Yeah, but I don't like the way they sing that song. Well, hey, what business is it of yours? Hey, if that's the way they want to sing the song, fine. If they want to sing between the keys, that's wonderful. As long as they're singing, everything's going to be all right. Amen. Well, you know, they should. They, they, hey, I find no fault. I find no fault. It, it, it's, it's prerequisite in the kingdom. This is not optional, you know. It's not a good suggestion <laughs> that you love one another. If you'll notice, that's a commandment. Amen. It is not a suggestion. It is not optional. Now, God's not going to come down on you for it. But Satan will. Every time you step out of love, every time, I want to illustrate something for you. The straight and the narrow way is the love walk. I'm redeemed from the curse. It's everywhere. You remember what Jesus said to Jairus in dealing with death? Fear not. Perfected love casteth out fear. It doesn't manage it. It gets rid of it. Stay, walking on that love line, staying there. Walking by love, walking in faith, that puts you in grace. It is by faith so that it might be by grace, not the other way around. And faith works by love. No love, no faith, no faith, no grace. What's left? The curse. I'm staying here. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Yeah, but, uh uh-oh. Now, the moment I step out there, fear is present. I mean, he's and he'll get in your mouth, and if he gets in your mouth, he can get in your family, and if he can get in your family, he can start working on your body. He's a mean devil. But hey, get back over there on it just as quick as you can. Oh God, I'm so sorry. Get, 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 get over it. All right, just repent. You don't, have to, you don't have to go into all of the feeling mode and all of that. Just repent. Say, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. I'm back, sir. No, oh, I did it again. Sir, I confess that sin in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I thank you, you're faithful and just to forgive me that sin and, 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 and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. When? When I confess it. Don't spend two weeks crying around about it. Deal with your feelings. Deal with them. Don't let them deal with you. Just stay on that love line. Glory to God.
And keep your eyes on the Word, on love himself, and shut up. <laughs> Speak the Word. Talk the Word. Talk Jesus. Well, yeah, I don't want to tell you how to say No, um, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what James Robinson did. Uh, we were in a group of people, or excuse me, he, he was, and as a fellow came over to him and said, I, uh, you know, I don't know, he's giving me a hard time. And, uh, and, and so Brother James, you know, you know, James is a great big guy. And he caught this. He said, uh, can I have your attention, please? Everybody stop. He said, this brother's got br- Brother Copeland on his heart. Would you go ahead and pray for Brother Copeland? Oh, yeah, God bless Brother Copeland. <laughs> Amen. It cleaned, James said it cl- just cleaned the place up. I find no fault. I refuse to be critical. Amen. To get daily teaching from Michael and to follow our event schedule around the world, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Image TV YouTube channel as well. By partnering with Jesus Image, you will help us take the saving and healing power of Jesus to the world. Your giving changes lives forever. For more information, please visit us online at JesusImage.tv or write us at Jesus Image, P.O. Box 950-640, Lake Mary, Florida, 32795. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Jesus is the answer for every life, everywhere.